Good morning. Yes, can you hear me? I can hear you. <clears throat> I guess that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is a better thing, yes. Yeah. And a good thing. Better than uh than our Zoom calls. I don't know which is an issue, but anyway, it is. Hey, happy Independence Day. Blessed Independence Day. Thank God for um independence and the men and women that paid a price uh to gain independence for this country so many years ago <clears throat> yeah we forget about that an awful lot i don't know why i guess it's just you take it for granted yep it's the truth you know that's why i enjoy sort of going back to um I, i've watched like on netflix a couple of um like series on back then you know um there was one on um, on the spies how they they infiltrated into the english um you know um to like in new york they had to infiltrate there to see what the troop movements and were and that was so washington could work around that you know really yeah. i didn't even know that Ah, oh, yeah, it was it was very interesting, and it gives you like a good view of the kind of price they had to pay, you know, with families and friends and stuff like that, and and uh, and then um, and how they you know crossed the the river, um, and so yeah, so I've watched a couple of those, and it you know I just sat there and I thought just what you were saying, I think people forget, um, you know, what price was paid for for the freedom that that this country has and uh and as an immigrant man I'm telling you being here I'm very grateful for for the freedom um that you know that I have because I'm I'm here you know and you even fought for another company or a country for when you were a young man I did and yeah we 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 fought a lot of the same forces, you know, but um, that you're having today, uh, people don't realize it, but yeah, we fought for that. And um, um, not, yeah, it wasn't, yeah, anyway. It wasn't know. nearly as successful. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. And and the, the fact of the matter is it, it's, it's, you know, what was wasn't right. And so, you know, there had to be a transition, but what a transition to was to exactly what we were fighting against, you know? Right, right. And uh, it it went from, we, 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 we were fighting communists and, um, you know, the people think it was, it wasn't a black and white situation. It was actually Soviets and uh, Cubans that were, uh, that we were fighting on the border. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, it was, um I mean, they, you know, they came in and to support the whole communist push, you know. Right. So, and you're talking South Africa, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, and okay. and um, just and for it, people listening that don't know that. Yes. So that was in South Africa. So we, we fought a border war there. You know, any war has you know, a lot of, sometimes a lot of it doesn't make any sense. And, you know, a lot of it is, is you know war is unfortunately something that is not not a desirable thing for anybody but you know and um, but in the end i mean it um it, again it was it was something that didn't end up the way everybody imagined it to be you know but so be it you know well that's kind of what happens too i've, I've talked with a lot of guys that are trying to come out of the church type thing as we know it yes and they go out and they start something new in their own home or whatever and it ends up being exactly the same thing as what they came out of and they're just as frustrated just as troubled with it yeah, yeah. and <clears throat> a lot of times you think you're getting something better but you're actually you don't know any different <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you yeah. end up doing exactly the same thing yeah. but I was thinking about the freedom we take so much for granted in Christ. Yes. Just the fact that somebody gave their life for this. Yeah. And we just kind of, we just kind of go along from day to day without really apprehending 
like Paul says, apprehending that for which I've been apprehended. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, when I, when I was in Europe, uh, in Holland, uh, oh, about a decade ago, um, maybe even more than that, um, one, one guy took me and we visited a couple of places on, on the Saturday. The Sunday I was preaching, but on the Saturday we visited a couple of places. And we went to this one, one place and he took me into this like old, old courthouse. I mean, we're going back like old and um, like 1985 or old. <laughs> no, we're talking like really back. <laughs> Little ages, man. Oh, dark okay. Ages, the dark ages, and uh, and there was, uh, you know, was a sword where they decapitated um, Christians, and really, and there was this this like uh, tool where because they wouldn't stop preaching the gospel, um, they weren't allowed to. Only the priests were allowed to do that, and they weren't allowed to go around, you know, sharing about about the kingdom of God and about Jesus. So what they did was they had this tool and they used to punch a hole through their tongues. What? Yeah, to stop them from talking. And, and uh, you know, I stood there and it's like something came all over me as I stood there. And I, I you know, the price people paid to get the gospel out for free and the freedom of being able that every man right. could embrace the, the word of God, <clears throat> that every man could, you know, embrace Christ as, as a son of God. The price people paid for that. And, I, you know, the next morning, or that our evening, I was sharing with the men and I was going, you know, don't ever forget that price that was paid. You know, because, right. um, like you say, we take it too lightly. And the thing about it is, is that uh, <clears throat> if we don't, then it gets replaced by something else. Right. <clears throat> well, it's almost like we go to sleep. Yeah. And once you start going to sleep, all sorts of things creep in. Well, that's it. You know, that's exactly what happens. And if you don't, and that's what we saw in our country is like, if you don't, uh, you know, in our, our previous country, is that if you don't have, um, if you don't have something in place, if you don't have a um, a governmental mindset in place already of of what is supposed to be, somebody comes in and and imposes their concept on on what you should be. So if you're passive, somebody else will decide what it has to be. That's and true. That, and that's the thing is like what you were saying is like people leave to be find freedom, but they have no idea what it's supposed to be. Right. What happens is then we resort to default in the end when we feel pressured, when we're under crisis, when <laughs> things are going, when, you know, when, when relationships are strained, when we, uh, when we don't, when we are in a state of confusion, when there's darkness, there's confusion. When there's no light, we should say. When there's right. no light, there's confusion, <clears throat> there's stumbling, there's, uh, you know, there's like, and, and that's what happens. You know, we, as you know, is like at a certain, at one point in, in our, Michelle and my ministry, you know, somebody came in and removed light in a sense. Right. You know, because what happened was suddenly they were they were destroying what was without introducing something new. You know, right. the, the the new was them, and that was the thing is they were they were destroying what was to introduce um, to impose their their will, to impose their idea, to impose themselves the the center of everything. And that became confusion. That became right. strife. It became confusion. <clears throat> you know, people were in offense. All sorts of things were happening. And and nobody knew why. You know, it was just like, but, you know, I, as I, over time, as I stood back and, and over time, I looked back into it and I go, this is what happens. And Satan does the same thing, man. He imposes, oh, yeah. um, you know, and he's, listen, he's quite happy to impose religion. Oh, yeah. He's, you know, he he won't impose 
on on the on the church and you want to impose uh, a jolly um, you know a cult or or well that's religion in itself but uh, he won't impose like a satanic kind of worship you know <laughs> you'll go now you just you, you just um, get into doing something that looks and feels and sounds nice but the fact of the matter is it's not well like it says you settle for a form of godliness denying the power thereof yes exactly so you don't you may go through the same motions in fact i've seen a lot of a lot of guys that have come out of different things and and uh they've tried to start something and and pretty soon before you know it they've got all these rules and regulations because bless god we got to have government yeah and so that's the first the thing they hated they tried to institute first right Right. And it doesn't say he sets in the church first governments. In yeah. fact, one of the last things that's set is yeah. a government. So, yeah. um, you know, here he comes in and, and you try to have government. Well, all you're looking for at that point then is control. I've got to control this. Yes. And uh, I was up uh, um, <clears throat> ministering at a certain place at one point in time. And uh, I just, I was talking with the guy and I said, you know, I don't, think these people have been baptized in the holy spirit mm. and he says uh I, I you know you are correct they they have not at least most of them haven't and uh <clears throat> i said well in order to get this next step that we're talking about we've really <laughs> you know that that is a step that needs to be done he goes no uh not right now it's not i i know that i know that maybe i'm afraid of it or whatever but I'm afraid of what might happen, that it might kind of get out of control. So I need to I need to stop that. I don't they don't need to be baptized in the Holy Spirit right now. Hmm. And, I, and it, it just kind of shocked me because this is a guy that came out of the same type of situation we had come out of. Hmm. And now he's controlling this whole body. Yeah. And. uh you know what what they're allowed to have spiritually yeah and that's one of that's one of those things you mean you mean to tell me they can't be baptized in the holy spirit you know you, what? because you're scared of losing control yeah you're yeah you're afraid of lo- something might happen here and, and you'd be afraid of losing control so yeah it just it just really kind of shocked me because yeah. i didn't I didn't realize to the depth that those things happen and how quickly that happens yeah. And it just um, um, another another group of people I know, they came out of something and and um, they started they started, um, you know, meeting and doing all this sort of stuff. Well, at first things were fine. I mean, people are getting healed and and there is all sorts of stuff going on. Well, after a while, it became more and more control. If you don't believe the way we're believing, you know, that you're wrong. Uh, you know, this is the doctrine. Um you know, there is no hell, there is no, you know, God is not that way. And, and pretty soon they didn't even have, there was nobody getting healed anymore. There was nobody getting delivered. There was nobody. Now you had to conform. And the conformity was a, was their type of deliverance at that point. Yes. And that's the thing that gets me is that now all of a sudden, just like you said, you may have a revolution. You may have something going on. You may fight these wars and then somebody comes in and introduces this thing and slowly you become exactly what you were fighting against. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's, well, you know, we get back to a constant, I mean, it's scripture. I know. And I repeated ad finitum, <laughs> but that's all right. But, you know, is two th- two scriptures, one that stood out to me this morning also was, but one was Jesus said when he is first message he preaches, the first thing he begins to say is repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Right. And, and the word repent is to change your thinking, not to run it to the altar and roll right. around and, you know, and bawl your eyes out. And that, that's a different word. That's a. That's a word for sorrow, not for um, that word that Jesus used was metanoia, means to change your thinking. Right. So it's not, there needs to be a, a transformation, a 
a change of mindset <clears throat> because if you don't, you resort back to default. And, right. and, and, and it's not just like a one off. Oh, I got this. You know, Oh, that's interesting. That's a book. Oh, let's tag it. Like we are the free church. You know, it's just a, uh, no, you're doing, you do, you know, there's some form of religion will come into <laughs> it. If you do not go to what Christ established. And right. the second, Scripture that God that I read looked at this morning was, you know, if you do not become as a child, um, you know, you cannot see the kingdom of God, and and uh, only Jesus was saying because I can't remember the context, but that just was the the scripture that stood out to me is like if you don't become childlike in your in your thinking, in your mentality, in your approach, in your attitude. You can you cannot uh, embrace this. In other words, you've got to become that curious new change. Go back to the original place where something can be changed in you. Otherwise, you'll just go back to constant default. Right. And, and you know, coaching leaders and managers, uh, you know, over the years, I've seen the same thing. Is that you know, you can talk about. You know, they they will read their books. I mean, guys would read books. Next morning, he wants to change the whole organization. But he doesn't change. Right. He doesn't change. You know, right. something in them has not. So what happens is they keep they keep operating in the same um, role. They break away from everything that is like that, controlling, manipulative, or, you know, bossiness. Or they want the freedom. But then when they get there, they impose this new um, sort of culture they want everybody to now conform to, but they themselves don't change. Right. Now, that's that's the complete definition of how the Gentiles do it. <laughs> exactly. And yet the church does it. Ministry does it. Right. Uh, you know, uh, churchy people in their businesses do it. They constantly do it. You know, it's just... Uh, and, and, you know, it's like, it's funny because we've got the Facebook group called, you know, um, uh, Kingdom Leadership Equipping. And, and, and yet people come in to the group and they do not, um, you, you, I don't know what they, I think they just see it as another group, another church group, another group that they can advertise or whatever. And I mean, people don't even do that. Although I delete a lot of uh, posts that just people doing churchy stuff, you know, right. but there's no embracing, you know, so what is the king? You know, let me change from my religious thinking or do <laughs> I have, re, you know, not even a question or an evaluation is just like, okay, uh, you know, I'm there and that's it. It's just another group that, you know, and I never, ever intended it to be like that. I just, I really want to see people have that revelation, that revolution, right. that transformation within you know do you suppose it's because a lot of people see it just as another platform to to present their ideas because they have none well that that's that, that's the thing you know it's like <coughs> and, that, and that's that, that's what bugs me is like even going back to what we you know the our our crisis situation we had a couple of many years ago is that you know why do you have to go into other people to find your and that you'll destroy it if you can't find it you know right right it's like the, the guy the one guy said to me well this guy's particular person said you know why is it nobody follows me from this and i said well because you don't have a relationship here right you know, you, you're gifted you come in you you've got stuff to share but you know um it takes time to develop relationships you know i michelle and i we've been here We've been through the the hard times with people. We've, you know, we've prayed through difficult times. We've we've talked them through their their journey. We've been there the whole time, 15, 20 years. You know, it's like you weren't here. You can't just walk in and now everybody gravitates to you. But that what you wasn't happy with that. He had to destroy it then because it's not centered around him. You know. Well, that's that ministry mentality where I'm going to start a ministry, then everybody's going to follow me. Yes, and, and have to. Have yeah. To. Yeah. Yeah, because that's not, it doesn't work through relationships anymore. It works no. through you follow, 
you follow what my ideas are. It's, it's, it's almost like, a, uh, what would you call it? Well, it's narcissistic is what it is. I think that I have something better than everybody else. The relationship isn't worth anything. What's worth it is, is what it benefits me. Yes. And I'm here as a man on a white horse to save, every, well, not even to save everybody, but, but to get everybody to, to follow me and my ideas. Yeah. Most got a lot of, I shouldn't say most, a lot of guys that I know that have started their own thing or done, done their own thing or whatever. It's mainly because they want to be seen as the one who is spiritual. They want to have people think that they are spiritual and have the revelation and the understanding. Yeah. And uh, in fact, I see a lot of the Facebook posts of these guys that are doing it now. And uh, I don't see the, I don't see pictures of the relationship. I see what's important to them, which is them stand behind a podium and preaching. Yeah. That's the picture. That's the, that's the main picture on their main page. It's them standing behind the podium preaching. Yes. And I'm going, that's, that's what's really important to you. It's not the people, it's not the relationships. It's not even Christ at this point. Yes. It's, it's what, it's what you have. It's Christ in you, the hope of glory, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, not Christ in you, the hope yep. of glory. Exactly. <clears throat> and so the whole attention then is if the intention's not on me, I think something's wrong. Yeah. And so then I go about trying to fix it or trying to control it more. Well, and that's, the, you know, and that's, that's the thing is re- religion will always um, resort to control. Always. Right. If you, if you want to, you know, thank to Michelle yesterday is just like, it's funny because I heard somebody and it wasn't, um, it was, um, oh, I, I was watching a lady on YouTube and she was talking about, the crash of 87. And she said, um, she said, I was there on that Black Monday of 87. Oh, really? She said, I, she was a stalker. <laughs> and she said, I saw the thing crashing. I saw it. I saw all the signs. I saw the guys hiding under the desk because they didn't know what to do. Wow. And the whole stock market crashed in 1987. She said, I was there. She said, so now, she said, when I can smell it, I can taste it, I can see it. Um, I, I read the signs and she said, cause she's saying, I see it now again, but, um, that's besides the point. Yeah, the yeah. fact is, is that when you've been to a place of extreme control of, of extreme religious control and you've come out of it, you should be able to recognize the signs. Yeah. You should be able to smell it at that point. And you should be able to smell it for a mile away. And I do, you know, I, I can smell it. I can, I can, and I hate it. I just, I just right. so much. I detest the control. I detest how it imposes on people. And it's not just, <laughs> and I'm not just talking about leaders that do it. I'm talking about the, a, a cu- cultural community begins to impose that on you, that if you don't fit in with that, then we will punish you. And right. It's not like um, we will, it just, you get rejected. And that's how communities deal with things is they reject what doesn't fit. Now, that's fine. Paul says, you know, if there's no schisms, they, you know, we wouldn't know who's real and who's not real. But, but at the same time is we've got to make sure that we are in the right uh, place, not a religious place where there's this control. Uh, because that is just death. It's just death, man. It, you know? Right. Yeah. And the tough part is, is that most of the time, you don't even know that you slipped into that. No, you don't. Because it's default. It's, it's, right. what, it's what's been, what we've been educated in, you know? And yeah. that, that's the thing with a leadership. You see, a leadership has to choose another path. It has to... Br- it leadership doesn't jump in somebody else's boat constantly. It breaks the boat, builds another one. It it doesn't walk in somebody else's path. It finds a path and says, "This is the path that that is we supposed to be on." Yeah, you this know, is the way walking in it. That's <laughs> right. That's right. And you know uh, uh, what's his name? Stephen Covey talks about the 
the managers, you know, they're chopping down the jungle and they're in the jungle and they organize everything. And I mean, it's just a machine. They've, they've like got everybody involved and everybody's got their place and everybody's got, you know, everybody knows exactly what to do and the timing to do it in. They've got their schedules, their priorities, and they're moving this jungle. I mean, you've got the choppers and the cutters and you've got the, the guys that sharpen the blades and you've got the people that stack it, the people that pack it, the people that ship it. I mean, it's just a machine. This jungle is moving. And then this uh, innovative kind of pioneering kind of uh, visionary leader with a real sense of purpose climbs up the ladder and climbs into the top of the tree and says, hey, guys, you're in the wrong jungle. (laughs) You know, it's just like, uh, yeah, well, shut up. We're busy. You don't tell us, you know, we we are busy here with this jungle. We're going to chop it. Yeah, but it's the wrong jungle. You're not, you're in the wrong patch. You're supposed to be on the other side. No, no, don't tell us anything, you know, just like, uh, yeah, well, there you go. It's the problem. Well, that's partly why whenever you go to a church type uh, thing nowadays, the first thing they try to do is get you busy. Yeah. They try to get you in service or whatever, you know, serving the Lord is the most important thing. Well, now, you know, you got to sign up. What are your gifts? What are your anointings? What are your whatever? And because we can find out a place to keep you busy, because if we keep you busy, we've locked you in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not a matter of finding out who you are and what you need. It's a matter of finding out what you can do to keep this machine going. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, and God help you if you if you do cl- climb the ladder and, and like get a peer over the over the top of the jungle. So, hey, guys, I think we might be, you know, sort of moving in the wrong eh, <laughs> doing the wrong thing. Oh, man, you you will be stoned alive, you know. Yeah, you don't dare do that. No, 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 no dare, you know. So, yeah, it, it's it's the it's the sad thing um, of of the culture of our of our it's not it's not the culture of the day i think i think if ever you look for a satanic initiative that's it you know um (laughs) you know we we think satan comes in with this like huge um you know diabolical plan that that you know or that that's going to look so satanic and you know dark and you know like yes you know we will not get involved in that you know we we're waiting for that it's like seduction you know (laughs) Um, adultery doesn't start with with um, hey um, here I am naked before you let's you know let's commit adultery you know it doesn't start like that it's right seductively with somebody you know being in, more interested in you than your spouse or you know and and somebody just dressing better smelling better um, more interested in you um, small, small little touches thoughts start coming and you just begin to fall down that slippery slope and next thing you fall in the in the muddy pond at the bottom you know and, yeah and you and you could and then you wake up one day and you're going how did this happen right <laughs> yeah you know that's that's the thing is you allowed the, the seduction to start somewhere back there and that's how satan is he doesn't he doesn't draw you into this like um, you know dark you know right. worship. It, yeah, he says I'm gonna be just like the Most High. Y- yeah, he's as an angel of light. Exactly. He loves religion, man. Loves religion. Loves it. And and of course, so he introduces that, and he introduces nice, you know, kind of uh, political um, religion, um, which. Sounds good, looks good, but ultimately the bottom line is control, and that—that's what we got to be aware of, you know. Um, why? Why do? Why does the kings of the world, the rulers? I was listening to that this morning as well. In in the book of Acts, is this like now? Why do the kings of the world and the and the rulers of the world and and whatever else hate the government of God so much? You know, why? Why are they so against Christ? Why do they have to destroy church and, you know, the, the, the church as we know it? Why, why do they have to destroy it? Why do they have to, why do, are they so anti-Christ? Why? Right. That's the question you need to ask, you know. And not just, I'm not, not just, I mean, it's not a satan, you know, Satanists walking down the road crucifying Christians. We're talking political systems. Why, you know, 
Right. Because Christ brings freedom. You know, the ultimate the ultimate government of God is freedom. And right. and and they they can't stand that, you know. Yeah. Uh it reminds me of what <clears throat> what it says of the Assyrian or the enemy or Satan. Uh what he does in Isaiah chapter ten, it says for the first the first thing he does because he says, by the strength of my hand, I have done it. And by my wisdom, for I'm prudent. Mm. First thing he does is I've removed the bounds of the people or the boundaries. Yes. So pretty soon the boundaries are so. Um, not they're not so clear anymore. Yes. You know that I don't know whether or not that's that's of the kingdom of God. I don't know whether or not that that's uh, exactly something we're supposed to be doing as a body of Christ. I don't, I don't know anymore. Uh, same type of thing with the marriage thing you were just talking about. Uh, the boundaries become removed because, well, this person just likes, you know, likes me, <laughs> you know, likes me for who I am. This person here uh, laughs at my jokes. This person here uh, uh, likes my ideas and, and respects me, has trust in me. And, and so you naturally then, not naturally, but you begin to gravitate toward that. The boundaries begin to be erased a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more until finally the, the boundaries are so removed that you have no idea anymore where the kingdom of God lies. Yes. And then it says, then he, then he reaches in <clears throat> and he robs their treasures. And then he puts down the inhabitants like a valiant man. He doesn't put down the inhabitants till he's removed the boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he has to remove the boundaries first. Otherwise, otherwise you're going to squawk like anything. Cause you, you say, Hey, you're crossing the line here, bub. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're yeah. not going to, but now he's not only able to rob your treasures, but he's able to put you down because you don't know where the boundaries anymore are for the kingdom of God in your life. Yeah in in the life of your family in the life of your household and in, in whatever it is that's going on and then it says then my hand has found as a nest the riches of the people and as one gathereth eggs that are left have i gathered all the earth and there was nobody that moved the wing opened the mouth or even peeped yeah wow and that's just a i mean it's a progression like you said it's it's not something that happens like just boom overnight. It's yes. something that creeps up like an old pair of underwear. Yes. And, and after a while, it just, <laughs> you, you just kind of go, this is something ain't right here, but yet you don't know how to get out of it. Yeah. Yeah. You just go along. You just yeah. Go, yeah. And that's the thing because the boundaries have been removed. That's the same yeah. type of thing with sickness, uh, same type of thing with diseases. I mean, Anything you're thinking about, I mean, anything that we that we end up just finally going along with and going, well, it's probably OK to go ahead and do this. It's probably. A, yeah, I know the Lord doesn't mind. I mean, he wants me happy. <laughs> I mean, you know, all of a sudden now all your boundaries have been removed. Yes. Yeah. And, and then you become you become self-deceived and you begin <laughs> to justify yourself in it. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. And the enemy's going to help with that. He's going to certainly oh, yeah. by you. Oh yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. And and that's where we begin to. And the same goes for you know. You, I was talking to you yesterday. Was it or Friday? About um, about the Lord's just been dealing with me about management as well. From right from right. from Genesis, you know, the whole concept of management. And and uh, but that's the thing is if we don't protect. The, the freedom, you know, and you don't protect freedom by fighting others. You protect freedom by standing for freedom, by living for your freedom, you know. And, and, um, uh, and if you don't protect it, somebody will take it. Right. So the boundaries, like you're saying, is that boundaries <laughs> are established because you have, because you value something, because you, you believe something, you have a conviction about something and right. that, that's the, pro and it, it, it will be eroded. The enemy works to erode your values. He erodes to, he works to erode your boundaries. He, he erodes to change your belief system. Right. That's what we're going to say the end, you know, we think the enemy comes in, you know, like, a, like a flood, you know, with armies of demonic, demonic forces that, 
you do spiritual warfare against, you know, by, I don't know. It is, anyway, um, <laughs> the, we don't realize that Satan is a lot more insidious than that. I mean, he's the subtlest. Eh? He was the subtlest of all yeah. the beasts. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly. He, he was so subtle. You know, he was, that, that means he was scheming and conniving. He could, he could manipulate people's perception. Right. With Eve, he, she, she was deceived. Um, right. and, and, you know, is that that word is like a lot deeper than just lied to. She was, he changed the whole perception. We don't know how long that took. It, I don't know, you know, was it a moment or was, I think it ended up with a moment, but it might have been a process. He might have been right. coming to her. And all it was was a question. Hath the Lord really said that? Exactly. Changed the whole the whole perception of what she of her belief system of right. of what what that what God had instilled in them as a conviction, right? You know? And so he began to question the question. He comes the same thing to Jesus as the Son of Man, right? You know, uh, if 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 you throw yourself down, you, you won't bash your toes because you know God had said, yeah, just, surely He will take you up. Yeah, yeah, and so you know, and, and <laughs> each of the different different um, sort of subtle approaches is is subtle. It's not. Uh, it's right. like something that if if as the son of man, you would want to prove. Hey, listen, you know, God has said I won't bash my toes. You know, God has said that uh, I can have the kingdoms of the world. God has said, you know, that that uh, I can turn bread, you know, stones into bread. Uh, because let me show you my power, but. All of those were subtle uh, deceptions that would change his whole perception of himself in, right. in, as he walked on the face of the earth. And that's what he does. That's his weapon, man, you know? Yeah. In fact, in Ezekiel, it talks about that. He says, um, <clears throat> he says, the enemy says, I will set my threshold beside. He sets his threshold beside my threshold. Yeah. He sets his pillars beside my pillars yeah but that's not mine <laughs> except it says now son of man show the house of the house of israel yes. and if they be ashamed of their iniquities then show them all the patterns thereof and all the forms thereof and all that sort of stuff but he says he says basically what what the enemy's done is he set his pillars up and his thresholds up and his his whole thing up just like and now you're supposed to show what the kingdom of heaven is like, but yet you're gonna you're trying to still decide whether or not this is God or not. Yes, it looks just like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like you said at the beginning, you know, change your way of thinking because the where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. Is this bringing liberty to people? Yeah. Or is this bringing them back into some form of bondage where they now have to do certain things in order to be healed, in order to be preserved, in order to be delivered, in order to be whatever? Are they coming back under the law or am I actually setting them free? And yeah. that, that's another thing. <laughs> as, long as, I, as long as I'm thinking about this, I got to grab onto this thought before it goes away. <laughs> you, you know you know me uh, i got these little fleeting things that just kind of run by like bunny rabbits and i gotta catch them by the ears before they take off <laughs> but um we sing all these songs you know whom the sun sets free is free indeed you know who the sun sets free well anyway i won't sing them all but there's so many of them um you should know the truth and the truth shall set you free you know uh all those types of things where we're talking about somebody being set free. We're talking about somebody who's being held captive and all of a sudden they're being set free. And oh, thank you, Lord, that you set me free. Jesus set me free. Jesus set me free. It does not say that. It says whom the son has made free. Now, I know that that's just a little word. And I know that, yes, that could be just something that's just, I'm, I'm straining at a gnat here and swallowing a camel. But there's a big difference between being made or created that way as opposed to just being set free. Yeah. If I've been made free, if I've been created free, 
it's a whole different ball game than if if I am captive or if I am that type of guy and and all of a sudden now the prison doors are open and I've been set free. Yes, exactly. No, I've been created free. This is who you are. This is who I am. I shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Yes. Not 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 just set you free. I'm not just set free for a moment. I'm not just set free and I have the uh, uh, opportunity to get held captive again. And it isn't that way. I've been created. I've been made free. I've been formed free. I'm a free man. That's who I am. I I'm born free. And that's, I guess that's the thing that has, has gotten me this morning more than anything. I was, cause the first thing I'm thinking of this morning is I was born free. I was yeah. born in a free country. I was born free. I'm not held captive by, by all this sort of stuff. And now all of a sudden somebody has to set me free. I'm not that man. I was born free. And, and when you're born again, you're not held captive. And now all of a sudden you're set, you are born free. You're created a new creature in Christ Jesus. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are, all things are become new. I'm, I'm a new creature. Yeah. I'm born free. Right. And I'm not held captive. I don't have the opportunity to go back into captivity. Well, I can if I want to, I guess, but, but I'm not just set free. I am made free. I am formed free. I'm a free man. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. I now have liberty like I've never known it before. And if I can just grab onto that and hang on to that, Rather than thinking, oh, it's going bad again. Oh, I'm doing this. Oh, you know, the, the government's doing this in my life. And oh, now we're going to go back into kept. No, we're free. <laughs> and yeah. hang on to that freedom. Hang on to that, what Christ believes about us. You know, yeah. hang on to that stuff. Hang yeah. on to our freedom and our liberty that we have here in the U.S. Hang on to that stuff. <laughs> So like you said earlier, it's not a matter of refighting for it. It's a matter of resetting our minds to that. Yeah, no, exactly. And that's, you see, that, that is the kingdom of God. It's a kingdom of, a, a kingdom of kingly priests. Right. Who, you know, we, we are under, we are under, we, in, in, the, in democracy, we think independence. We think, um, you know, me, my, and I. And and, uh, yeah. and and you know the best governmental system we have on the earth, but when it comes to the kingdom of God, you know we are bound to the King, but yet He He doesn't give us independence, but He gives us freedom. <laughs> you know He right. gives us He gives us the freedom to choose. He gives us the freedom to walk with Him. He gives us the freedom, but still under the under his constitution, which is freeing, which is right. a freedom. It's not, and, and nowhere, nowhere in the Bible does it give man right to, to um, control, dominate, um, or, or uh, yeah, to control or dominate others, right. or manipulate others. You know, nowhere in, in, in the constitution of the kingdom of God, which is the Bible, do we find ever that that is an acceptable um, form yeah, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Yes, I mean that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's about as that's about as simple as I can get for for my thing. I'm not wrestling against my wife. I'm not wrestling against my kids. I'm not wrestling against you know my boss. I'm not wrestling against whatever else is out there. Yeah. I'm wrestling against powers and principalities and rules of darkness. And the, and the quicker I can get that through my understanding, the quicker I'll realize that here I am as a son of God sent into this situation to show the liberty and the freedom of the kingdom of God at hand. Right. Yeah, now. Exactly. And that's, you know, I'm just looking here in um, Galatians chapter. Um, in verse 31, it says, um, so then believers, we who are born again, reborn from above, spiritually transformed, renewed, and set apart for purposes, are not children of a slave woman, the natural mm. 
but of yeah. the free woman, the supernatural. Another translation says it's now obvious, so obvious. We're not the children of the slave woman. We're the supernatural sons of the free woman, sons yeah. of grace. And then, of course, he goes on in verse five, uh, chapter 5, verse 1, it says, and it was for this freedom that Christ set us free, completely right. liberating us. Therefore, keep standing firm and do not subject again to a yoke of slavery, which you once removed. Right. And, and another translation says, um, Christ has set us free <laughs> to live a free life. So take your stand. Never again let anyone put a harness of slavery on you. Right. And, and uh, another translation says, at last we have freedom, for Christ has set us free. We must always cherish this truth and firmly refuse to go back into the bondage of our past. But, and yet we, we um, and, the, you know, he, he goes on to say, he said, you were running the race well. Who's interfered and prevented you from obeying the truth? Right. This deceptive persuasion is not from him who called you to freedom in Christ. <laughs> so, I mean, you can't get any clearer than that, you know. Right. The problem is, is we don't understand what freedom is. That, right. that thing, we don't understand what this liberty really is. Our mindset is still so governed. Our paradigm is still so governed by religion that right. we don't understand the liberty that we have in Christ. And Paul says, you know, he says, they came among you to spy out your liberty and to bring you back under bondage. If you go read Galatians, you know, it just, he lays it out so clearly, you know. He <coughs> says in verse 13 of chapter 5, for you, my brothers, were called to freedom. Only right. do not let your freedom become an opportunity for the sinful nature, worldliness, selfishness, but through love serve and seek the best for one another. And that's when you find true liberty is the whole, he says, for the whole law is fulfilled in one precept. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. You, you shall not have unselfish concern for others and do things for their benefit. But if you bite, devour one another in bickering and strife, watch out that you, along with your entire fellowship, are not consumed by one another. So what happens is we, we don't know how to govern ourselves or manage ourselves within this freedom that we have in the kingdom of God. We don't know how to do it. You know, right. Connie, uh, my wife says a lot of times that she says, why is it that we are the same as the early Jews that, that keep saying, oh, God, give us a king like all other nations. Yeah. Yeah. We we don't want him to. We don't want to walk in this liberty for some reason. Yeah. But, you know, it's it, I think it's because we um, we are still so carnal in our mentality we we just haven't yet repented mm. to the point of saying i i'm under a new government called right. the kingdom of heaven i'm i'm not under that government and that, that that's why jesus said you can be doing all these things and yet you're not part of the kingdom i never knew you wow as, as king i never knew you know that thing is i said to michelle yesterday is like we we um we loved we love to be uh, judged by, you know, we want to be judged by our intentions, by our heart, our sincerity and all the rest. But we judge everybody else by their behavior. Mm. So the thing that we get, we're going to have to realize is that some of the people that we're judging, rejecting, um, that that they, they actually may be walking in the things that we only wish to walk in, you know? <laughs> right. Right. So, I mean, I, I'm just looking here. I just, you know, Galatians is so full of this stuff, but it just, he says, haven't I already warned you that those who use their freedom for these things will not inherit the kingdom, the realm of God. So if you use your so-called freedom, you know, we are free and yet you are, uh, you, <laughs> he says this, he said, you're chasing after things instead of God, manipulating others, hating those who get in your way, Sent, having senseless arguments, resentment when others are favored, temper tantrums, angry quarrels, <laughs> only thinking of yourself, being in love with your own opinions, being envious of the blessings of others, you murder. And of course, we know murder doesn't necessarily mean the physical act. It just means hating somebody. Uncontrolled addictions, wild parties and other similar behavior. 
and it's just like you you're in you, you think you're free and yet you're doing all of that you're not free you don't you you're not in, in the freedom of the kingdom of heaven you you're just not you, you're not yeah. God. and of course he starts out galatians saying oh foolish galatians galatians who hath bewitched you yeah <laughs> yeah I, that's scary you know and i'm telling you Steve, when 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 we were going through in two thousand and three, two thousand and four, you know that that whole mess. Um, Galatians was my salvation. I'm telling you, somebody blessed us with a, a week away at a at a um, a little cabin house thing, a holiday home, and and Michelle and I, we just, you know, we we were in in such. I mean, my brain felt like it was fried it was just i was going i was in so much torment and and i would sit all night sometimes just reading galatians i would sit on the patio outside and and just read galatians over and over again and the more i read it the more i began to see it was it was saying everything contrary to what was right. being imposed on me wow and, and the and and the, the fellowship you know and i just like uh that was my liberation was, was, and, and like, you know, like that lady said, you know, I've been there now. It's just, right. I've tasted it. I can smell it. I can see it. I, I've experienced the worst and I've experienced now the best. Uh, I wish I had experienced the best <laughs> long, long time ago, but you know, God often uses the things you, you go through to actually uh, bring, have be a message Right or others, because because if 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 I never knew that the 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 bondage and and the liberty, you know the the absolute contrast, I wouldn't be able to I wouldn't be able to recognize it for people, and I wouldn't be able to to um to be able to say with conviction, listen, this is where I was, this is where I am, this is where you are, and this is where you can be, you know, I, but but at the same time, I, I so wish I I. I could have heard the message of the kingdom 40 years ago because I think I've been a different place, but you know, be that as it may, um, it's just perfect. What's strange is I think I had, I think I had heard it off and on. It's just, I didn't have ears to hear at that point. Well, that's exactly right. I didn't know how to process that because yeah. I didn't have, <clears throat> I didn't have the frame of reference I've got now. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. And so, me too. Yeah, I still had a filter of sorts on that every time I'd read those things, I would I would look at it the same skewed way I've always looked at things because I've got this filter on. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I, I mean, I'd read Galatians umpteen times before right, that right. occasion. But after, you know, going through that, you know, absolute imposing of control and manipulation and 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 uh, you know the, the 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 torture and the destruction the tyranny on my soul right just like um and people don't understand it you know as I, we michelle and i a young lady came to visit us in england and because she she had been uh absolutely controlled and manipulated by a pastor she was an, a, a missionary in another country and and she was working with this local pastor, and he had imposed such a control on her that it was just unbelievable, just unbelievable. And I called her family and uh, said, "You need to get her out of there quickly, or life's in danger." Because I just I sensed that there was something. Anyway, so they flew her out, but she asked if she could come to our house, you know, to us. And she spent, I don't know, like a number of weeks there with us, six weeks or nine weeks or something. I can't remember, but uh, she was there with us. And um, during that time, she was just like, how does this happen? I said, you know, the thing about it is, is that people don't realize what it's like to be under control. You know, right. people don't realize that spirit and how you <clears throat> In yourself and and how it causes you to feel insecure and to question your faith and to question um your you know you think you're free but you're not you think you're, right. you're you're walking and serving god with all your heart but you're not you're being abused you're being manipulated you're being controlled and you don't but but nobody understands that they go why did you do that is about you know especially when you're in an extreme place i mean it you know the rest right. sort of right 
just average. You know, you you you're in a situation you don't realize it. You just go along the 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 society and the community sort of kind of has this herd mentality that you go along with. Oh, this is how it's supposed to be. So you just fit in. But the frog you, in boiling water. Yes, you you're just float, floating along. You know, you're dead fish. You just float along. And yeah. and um, but when you when you under extreme situation. You know, then it's just like you start doing things. I mean, I remember Michelle and I would lay in bed at night whispering to each other in case somebody heard us. And there was nothing, nobody in the house. Right. But we were whispering to each other, going, you know, what, what, what do you think? And I, at one point, I didn't talk to Michelle because I thought that, you know, she may share my, my intimate thoughts with this certain person. And that would would cause more pain. So I didn't even tell her. I was going through this hell, and I wasn't telling her. And then what, what we we started at night, we would lay in bed whispering to each other, just in case the kids heard. Or I don't know what we were thinking. It's like so stupid. But well, there's a scripture that that we were taught during that same time frame, uh, in the same circumstance. <clears throat> that be careful what you speak in your bedchambers for a bird will carry it to the king. Ah, I suppose that was the one that was, that was our fear. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, regardless of whether or not there's any microphones or anything, a birdie is going to carry this message and it's he there, that guy's going to know. Yes. Yes, exactly. And it's just like that, you know, it's it's ridiculous when you think of it you hear it now and you go no man that's ridiculous yeah you know? i can't but believe i felt is, that yeah when you're there you know right. it's like you know this young lady said you know i said to her she says how did this happen how, how did i let this happen i said well that's what people are going to ask you how did you allow this guy to do this and right. i said but they don't understand when you're there the the seduction the the legalistic um imposing the, right. the, the, the 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 deception they can bring to yeah. your mind you want to be a son of god you're trying so hard you do yeah. Yeah. to do the right thing you're trying so hard I, i'm just um i'm just reading here he says paul says in verse 11 of chapter 5 he says dear friends why do you think the religious system persecutes me it is because i preach the message of being uh, is it because I preach the message of being circumcised and keeping all the laws of Judaism? Not at all. Is there no longer any offense over the cross? To tell the truth, I'm so disgusted with all uh, all your agitators. I wish they would go <laughs> even further and cut off their legalistic influences from your lives. Wow. Uh, you know, it's be- beloved ones, God has called us to live a life of freedom. And, and and I think, you know, uh, for me, it's like when I, I, I said to Michelle, the thing that I struggle with is <laughs> I detest it. I detest control, any measure of it, any smell of it, any taste of it to any to any level. I just I cannot stand. And I feel like when I read the life of Jesus, I, it's just like he never attacked the people. He never attacked the government of Rome. Never. He, he never spoke out against, I mean, you know, he never spoke about the political situation at all. No, just the, the religious leaders. Oh, man. He, he called, he said, damn you. <laughs> yeah. Woe, woe means to damn you religious leaders because you are whitewashed um, cups or whitewashed sepulchers with bones still in it. You, you, you know, you washed on the outside, but you've not had an inner transformation. You're still dirty on the inside. You're blind leaders leading blind people, and you both fall in a ditch. I mean, he just he got on their case. That was his whole, his whole, not his mission, but that was his enemy, and that's what got him crucified. It wasn't the Romans? Right. Romans wanted to, you know, Pilate was the governor of that of that region. He 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 said, "I see no fault in this man. He's innocent." And they right. shouted, "Crucify him!" The religion, religion did. And that's what we've got to be careful of. And religion is not a name. It's not a. It's not some denomination out there or something. It's a spirit. It's a spirit that comes to control. Right. And like like we were talking about, like I just mentioned a few minutes ago, it's a <clears throat> a frog. You put it into regular water and you put it on the stove. 
yeah. and he'll he'll sit there and he'll paddle around in that pan <laughs> and uh, just be happy as anything you know because he's in water yeah and turn up the heat and he will stay in that water just paddling around and finally when it comes to a boil he'll just boil himself to death and never try to get out because he's comfortable he's, yeah comfortable he's acclimated yeah. to it yeah and the same type of thing you train fleas um you put fleas in a jar and you'll hear, and you put a lid on it, you hear this tink, 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 tink. Mm. Well, they're jumping up and they're hitting their bodies up against the lid. And after a while, you don't hear it anymore. Yeah. They're still jumping, but they've learned to only go so high. And at that point, you can take off the lid and they'll never jump out of the jar. Yeah. And that's basically what what uh, Isaiah talks about there in Isaiah chapter ten, where the Assyrian comes and he removes the boundaries. He he, or a lot of times he'll put he'll put something on you, a restriction on you, which removes the boundary of the kingdom of God, which is liberty and freedom. But yeah. he'll begin to put some different restraints on you, and you go, oh, well, maybe this is God. Yeah. And now all of a sudden you, you don't want to bang your head against that. So you only jump so high. And after a while, you're not jumping anywhere. And then he just comes in and robs your treasures and, and does anything that he wants to you. And you don't move the wing, open the mouth or peep because you think it's God. Yeah. And it's not even God. It's not, it's not anything he's done. It's, it's the enemy that has come in to steal, kill and destroy. And you think it's God. Yeah, exactly. And it's crazy the stuff that we we do or have had done to us that we think is the Lord, but yet it doesn't bring that liberty. It doesn't bring that freedom. It doesn't bring that life. If I realize that I'm sent, just like Christ, that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly, whether it's to my wife and kids or whether wherever it is I'm going, I'm sent that they might have life. And you, and you think about life is not is not a bunch of restraints and not a bunch of, of rules and regulations and whatever obligations. Yeah. Right, right. I'm coming to set. I'm coming to make sure that you live a free life. Yeah. Yes. And if I can get if I can get to that point of of realizing that every single moment that's why I was sent today, um, to my family or to wherever. I'm sent that they might have life today. So what is it? What is it, Lord, that can bring life right now in this situation? What is it that can show them that freedom and liberty? What is it that can? And it's not that we have to overthink it. It's just that's who we are. Yeah. The last Adam was a life-giving spirit. Am I going to be that life-giving spirit? Am I going to give liberty? Am I going to give that freedom? Am I going to present that to people or am I going to present something that brings them back under bondage yeah exactly yeah no absolutely i'm I, i'm <laughs> gonna i'm gonna end with this is then um galatians five eighteen says why don't you choose to be led by the spirit and so escape the erratic compulsions of a law dominated existence oh wow and uh, another translation says when you hear the life of the spirit you will no longer be living under the law, but soaring above it. Mm. And, uh, you know, and so in every every facet of our lives, I think, Steve, we, we need to continue to be pursuing that. You know? Led by the Spirit of God. And, you know, we've spoken right. about or two is just, um, you know, that humanicos place, that place of knowing the knowing the Spirit of God and how He leads Right, dominated by man's control. When we know that, we, we no longer live under the bondage of law and religion, but we soar above it, you know. Right. We, we escape the erratic compulsions of a law-dominated existence. Wow. Oh, my, 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 my. Well, thank you, Steve. Um, I mean, there is, this, this conversation could just go on and on and on. You know? <laughs> It's just it, it's it's so un, you know it's so unraveling if I can use that word and so uh, liberating. Just talking about it is just you know I 
our emphasis it just changes our whole emphasis when we when we talk about these things you know right so well what it's doing is renewing our minds too as we're talking about this stuff so no it's good that's the thing is it's just good to throw it back of backwards and forwards at each other and just remind ourselves of what we're walking in you know and what we have and what we need to hold on to, you know, right? Is it to, in Thessalonians five? It says, "Hold on to that which is good," you know. Yeah. And 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 I think you know this is the kind of good we hold on to, you know, is this we we need to hold on to what we have and yeah. not not let it go, you know. Hold fast to the liberty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and hold fast to the liberty that you have in Christ. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Make a stand for it. Hey, a great. Um, great independence day um discussion i think it because it it's applicable in so many areas you know just right. not, not just our own personal lives but in so many areas well thanks steve have a yeah. very good day thank you for your time and uh chatting to me again i appreciate it man yeah well you guys have a fun relaxing day before you hit back after it tomorrow yeah yeah <laughs> I, i'm enjoying just having this weekend just chilling it's really been good you know Oh, I bet. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because you hit the ground running tomorrow. Well, yeah, tomorrow. I haven't got anything on for tomorrow yet because tomorrow's a holiday, you know, so. Oh, oh, that's right. Okay. So they they putting out any any stuff for tomorrow, but uh, definitely be back at it on Tuesday. So. Boy, but this month, this month is going to be a bit of a chill month, so it's it's actually quite good because we – we're gonna go and spend a, a day with a family up at a cabin, and and then we're going up to visit some people in Maine for for a few days. And wow, so we, yeah, we're getting away and just enjoying ourselves a little bit. Oh, well, that'll we, be fun. Yeah, it's going to be. It's going to be. So you're having a Maine vacation, huh? A Maine vacation, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> yeah. All righty. Well, you guys have a have a good. A good couple days off. Uh, Thanks, buddy. Love you lots. All right. We'll catch you later. All right. Bye.